2: short-term rental hosts are you tired of spending your precious time doing laundry restocking supplies and cleaning up after guests look no further than bnb maids of omaha your local heroes for short-term rental cleaning their team of skilled professionals is dedicated to turning over your short-term rental making it spotless for your next guests and ensuring an inviting and welcoming space whether you're a busy airbnb host or managing multiple properties b and Maids of Omaha is here to make your life easier and your guest stays unforgettable. They pride themselves on reliability, trustworthiness, and attention to detail. b and Maids of Omaha is your key to more bookings and five-star reviews. Ready to regain your time and boost your rental success? Visit bnbmaidsofomaha.com
3: today to learn more and get started. Is your garage a mess? Don't stress. With cold weather right around the corner, don't let the excuse of an overcrowded garage keep you from parking in the garage this winter. Nebraska Garage Solutions offers affordable storage solutions that fit your storage needs. The owner Rob will work with every customer to ensure that we are meeting your expectations from start to finish. Nebraska Garage Solutions specializes in metal overhead storage, complete slat wall systems, custom build wood storage, and affordable badass garage cabinets to guarantee to make your neighbors jealous. Get your garage ready for the next Husker game and mention the code NOBLOCKNOROCK to receive $25 off one 4x8 overhead metal storage rack. These industrial racks are adjustable from 24 to 48 inches and can hold up to 600 pounds. They provide an affordable storage solution that can get that clutter off the garage floor. Reach out to Rob today for a free consultation or shoot him a text at 402-987-8180 or check out their website NebraskaGarageSolutions.com.
2: Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com.
3: We have a say no blog, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Kenny hey. Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you, just did? you get mad.
0: When you gonna get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on it, Muhammad! GBR.
2: Go Big Red. Indeed. No block, no rock. Season 4, Episode 10 coming at you. Once again, from the Nebraska Brewing Company Tap Room in Vista, Nebraska. 68128. Fellas, let's go around. Talk about what we're drinking. It is, what, like 80 degrees out. Even if it wasn't 80 degrees out, I would still be going with my pickle fight. I love the pickle fight, not the spicy pickle fight, because I am S-A-W-F-T soft, so I'm going with the plain pickle fight
1: on tap, and you guys have it canned. Yeah, you can get it in cans, but only Only at the brewery.
2: at the brewery, guys. The spicy
1: pickle fight you can get anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Any retailer. Most retailers.
2: Yeah. Spicy pickle fight. Not for me. Maybe in very small doses. Dude, I'm telling you, make it a red beer.
3: Make it a red beer. Make it a red, it red beer. Works. Or what? add it to your bloody. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's no, I do. mean, but there's a little bit more in there.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair.
3: Well, you guys do that. Well, Mike, what do you got in your cup? Uh, I am currently drinking Good Game, which is uh, definitely the football season beer of the year over here at Nebraska and Company. Mm. And uh, we did have a nice comment in the chat from our friend, uh, Redcast Rob, who said, Ooh. do you have pumpkin beer? What about a pumpkin spice stout? Oh. That's a really good idea, Rob. We we do have a pumpkin beer. We do have a pumpkin beer, and it is the best pumpkin beer I've ever had. It's called Wick for Brains. That's what I would be drinking, but I don't know. kind of full. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I mean, it's not really like fall weather outside. It's, right it's, right now. it's hotter
3: than shit out there. Well, yeah. so no, I mean, good.
0: <laughs> this feels like, you know,
1: late August, not late October.
0: Yeah. We're supposed to get snow at the end of the week. So yeah,
3: I know. By Saturday, Stop. Stop. it might be
0: snowing, no. and it's
3: 80 degrees outside right now. Yeah. Only in Nebraska. A cold snap is coming. Is that what it's called? <laughs> I don't know. Cold front, cold snap. Huh.
0: Uh, Kyle, what you got, man? Uh, man, I was like two seconds away from just saying, like, dude, just give me a water. Like, after this weekend, I was <laughs> just, I'm, I I'm still, like, catching up. I'm still recovering uh but he handed me a squeeze of the day instead so for the yeah. listeners
3: yeah kyle had the privilege now that he is a an employed person by Hurtout sports he had the privilege to have a media pass for the football game and the volleyball game Indeed. yeah so it, he was put in work
0: it was electric saturday
3: night dude <laughs> oh. you had a day
0: Dude. Okay. So I walked over like 12 miles on Saturday. I walked from the Bob to the stadium, did the football game, walked back to the Bob, did the volleyball match. And let me tell you, like I went to bed Saturday night. I, I was at, I was in Lincoln about seven 30 in the morning. I got back home around midnight and like my ears were still ringing. Like it was insane being like on the court for all of that. It was just, I mean, it was like a magical night, man. That's incredible. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we'll talk a little we'll talk a little bit more about this great weekend. Yeah, but, uh, we'll, we got to wrap up our NVC plug. Connor Kevlac, so, make, it, make it
1: quick. Yeah, I'm sorry. We didn't set up the bingo card this week, which we should have. Um, but your free space would have been gone because you guessed it. I am drinking a Pilsner. <laughs> you guys know. You wow. know who I am. You know o- whole
2: reliable, baby. Yeah, it's all
1: right. Who do you think I am?
2: I don't want to answer that question. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Once again, Nebraska Brewing Company. Go buy their stuff from hy V. Just wherever you buy your beer. It's going to be there. Come to their tap room in Le Vista, Nebraska. Connor, help me out. World class. In every glass. All right. Now, the best weekend for Husker Sports since... Pfft. Ever. <laughs> uh, Seriously. I mean... We didn't lose, at, at least tr- in recent memory. I'm trying to think, because like you know that if you're gonna have a great Husker Sports weekend, it's gotta consist of a football win. Yep. Yep. Like, Check. Like you know, you can be like, oh, come on, it's not just about. Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> It's a big part.
3: It's, it's a big part. It's why we sit here every freaking
2: Monday. <laughs> so when you when that is your number one prerequisite is a football win, there's not too many of those to parse through as of late. Yeah. And then you add on top of that, not just a volleyball win, because that happens all the time.
1: Right. Yeah. We, we know they're going to win most matches. But they snapped a
2: 10-match losing streak. Yep. Against the number one team in the country. Yeah. And not just that. Like, it'd be cool if they would have swept them or whatever. Like, that would have been, like, the ultimate supremacy move. But five five sets, baby.
3: Well, and yeah. like... And won by two points. They were dead yeah. to rights, too. Like, in that third, to force the fifth set. Yeah. In the, for, in the fourth set, they were, they were trailing, I think it was like 19 to 20, maybe it was 16 to 22 or something. And they yeah. came back, they scratched, they scratched, they clawed, and it was awesome.
1: There was a point, I was at a wedding watching it, and there was a point where I actually considered, I was like, oh, we're dead. Like, I'm just going to turn this off and go back to, you know, having fun and not being sad but I powered through and it was the greatest decision I've ever made. I
2: powered through. Yeah. Yeah. That second set was pretty
0: rough. Yeah. And even that third one was like, damn, serious. Like they're going to go out like this. Yeah. Well, and like, I can tell you too, like the service errors.
3: Those were, Oh Lord. I was throwing things and I wasn't even at my own house. It was, it was like, (laughs) it was like a a collective
0: from the crowd. It was like everybody all at the same time after every single one, it was like,
3: God damn it. (laughs)
0: Like the whole arena was just bitching and moaning every time one happened
1: it's tough like do you attribute that to the nerves of playing a team like wisconsin that uh, let's credit where credit is due we did beat them awesome Mm -hmm. you cannot say with any doubt that they're at least the second best well at max the second best team in the country.
3: Yes, like, they are very very good at volleyball. And, Yeah, And let me tell you too, them girls are big. That 6 foot yeah. 8 monster, they're big. Yeah. Shit. Her I think her last name's Shrek.
0: They they <laughs> no. Ayo. They I mean they, they look like WNBA stars. I'm not kidding you, dude. They like towered over everybody. It was crazy. Yeah. And they always have. They always have. Yeah. That's
2: why they I mean, there's one of the reasons why they've been very good for a long time. Like Thank going back to your your point about the service errors, if it's like Wisconsin, well, I think as much as football has or had, hopefully it's had that kind of mental block when it came to certain teams or certain moments in the game, you know, when you lose 10 straight times to a team, how how does it, and especially the second and third set after, after winning the first set, right? Yeah. You know, second and third set were pretty ugly and it's like,
0: well, how do you, how do you not think about, yeah, we we've lost ten times of this team, right? And In you a I mean, row. Yeah. you add the atmosphere to it, oh. and then you add the title of the match of the century to it. Like, there's a lot of pressure, dude. And dude, you said, "God damn it!" Like, you think the players aren't hearing that? Like,
2: of right. course oh, they are. Yeah. Of course oh, yeah. they are. Well, the, oh yeah, the fans
3: the are right there. Yeah. Oh yeah, like they are on the floor. And let
0: me tell you, there were people within every square inch of that place. Yeah. It was packed like trying to shoot around other cameras and other people just standing like paramedics were high-fiving me I had (laughs) I had uh, the event staff they were all high-fiving people and at one point like I wasn't getting involved in all that and at one point like one of the paramedics looks at me and goes you want in on this and I'm
3: like I probably shouldn't like (laughs) I love this but you know I'm kind of I'm working I have a question for you Kyle yeah now that you are media yeah you can't say we you can't there's I know. No how did you do that My, during the match of the
0: century? I don't know. Did I, you
3: cheer? Did you? Well, yeah, There, how, are, how,
0: there. Are, I, I'll say this: I did join in in the uh, the groaning when that like the service errors kept oh, happening. I'm like, oh, fuck. But other than that, I mean, I was pretty focused on like making sure that everybody cheering and like having a good time were being captured. Um, okay, so you were doing your job. Yeah,
3: I, I was. And you put together a. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, thank, video. You. thank I would, you. I would say okay. video of the century. Yeah, hey, honestly, I'll a, take that. A, but a match of the century got a video of the century. It, yeah, so.
2: absolutely. Have we for Kyle Byers, Haven't we just reached the point where it's just a video?
1: Yeah, yeah. They're all <laughs> so like content. every like, video. He
2: outdoes himself like, on we, every video. We always say it's you know a, a masterpiece of of art, but it's like it's just it's just Kyle. It's yeah. just Kyle. <laughs> like, just what Kyle does. He puts his mushroom stamp on it and yeah. <laughs> moves on. <laughs> I think I think for him he just looks at it looks at it as hashtag do your job. Yeah. Yeah. That's his job. Figure it out. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. No, but I mean, that's not the takeaway that they are still very good videos. Yeah. Appreciate
1: it. Obviously. So uh, last part, if if we're gonna move on from volleyball. There's one major gripe I have, and it is everyone Um, that I have talked to that has said, what a lame way to win the match on a challenge.
3: Hell no. no. Shut your
1: mouth. Shut your mouth. John Cook made an excellent coaching decision. Why would you not? Yeah, made an excellent coaching decision against the strongest opponent we could have faced this year, and it won us the match. Yes. Shut up about oh what a lame way. No,
3: you, what, you stay out of the net. It was the same girl. She yeah. was in the net or like two oh, no like two points prior to that. No, I heard this from Nebraska fans. Like
1: I wanted a spike straight through. No, shut up, up. Yeah, okay. Okay. Take the win. We saw
3: how it happens when you do, try to do a spike straight through the six foot eight woman yeah yeah you know sometimes it gets thrown back down in your face so right i I take wins however we get them take the win volleyball football soccer yep don't care we take dubs and i'm good with it dubs
2: you know maybe volleyball is getting a little greedy with the way that they want to win because they've won so much that it's just like ho-hum not to that team (sighs) come on don't get greedy take it however you can get it especially against a team that's beat you straight times in a row yep god
1: yep Come on. You know what I love most about this volleyball team? Ooh. That big old zero in the lost column. Yeah. I don't I care how we gotta get that. there.
3: I love that zero. You yeah. know what's nice about this team is that there are no any, there's no seniors. There's zero seniors. Dude, they're yeah. young, dude. Like this this team will be a problem for a long time for these <laughs> yeah. other teams. So yeah. this is fun to watch. Enjoy the ride because all these people that are like, oh, Nebraska, all they have is volleyball. Cool, right? And we're gonna enjoy every second of it. Yep. I would also
1: point out, as of this current moment, we do have a winning football team. Yes, we do. Freaking Fr- a first yeah. time through seven games since 2019. Yeah. So that over down. that over
2: 500 feeling.
1: Yeah. Well, let, let's go to the. Well, congrats, ladies. Keep it up. 19 and 0. Keep it rolling. And as we're on, ladies, and I actually don't know much about this, so I uh, my comments will be short. But Mike mentioned it. Um, we also do have a winning soccer team too. Just got a piece of the Big Ten title regular yes, season. Regular, Big Ten regular title. season Big Ten title. Yep. So. You have Ohio State, I think, on Friday, if that's correct. I think yeah. it's Friday. We're number two seed um, for us. Ohio yeah. State number seven. So that'll be in Lincoln. So if yeah. you guys uh, are soccer fans, definitely watch, go there, support, whatever. But yeah. saying we're
2: just.
0: And a if, you wanna follow, yeah. if you want to follow, if you want to follow along, I'm sure you can find it somewhere.
2: Herd yeah, at sports. Herd sports. I'm sure. Her, Dad sports. I'm sure Herd at
3: Sports will have it. Kyle so. Byers yeah. is gonna
2: do it. Yes. Okay. So let's go to football. Seventeen to
3: nine. Nebraska pulls it out. Seventeen to nine. We love it. God. Hey, my score prediction was 17 16. <laughs> I'm just saying that was pretty damn close to happening. I, I think yeah.
2: You're a you're a full touchdown off. <laughs> and because no, right. no, 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 I, I would say your seven your seventeen to sixteen is way off because they weren't a getting, touchdown. Yeah. A touchdown is a hard thing to come by in yeah. that game, in the West Ooh, in general. Just, yeah. yeah. No matter which team you're talking about, a touchdown is like, holy shit, God exists. Everything is I'm a miracle and rainbows and sunshine. Um, now, before we like get into the game and how, how great it was, how great the rock fight was, how do you not talk about. These injuries, man. So Matt rule goes up today to the podium. And he says, Ethan Piper out for the year, true Cornhusker. He's more Cornhusker than Herbie is Ethan Piper out for the year,
1: which scares me. <laughs> yeah.
2: Turner Corcoran out for the year. Nuri Nuelli out for probably two weeks ish. I mean, that's just the O line. Then you factor in camp. No. no, he forgot Turner Corcoran.
1: No, he said turn. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, you, he said you said turn. Yeah.
2: So, like, you know, we've given the offensive line a lot of grief over the past couple of years, but I want an offensive line. I, yes. I want
1: one.
0: <laughs> hey. I don't know
2: if we have one
1: anymore. What What I did love was Gosh. during that press conference today, he got asked, and I, I can't remember who asked the question, um, you know, about, you know, who, are these young guys are going to have to be moving into the slot? We know that's going to be happening. And if you guys remember, just before the season started, we got asked... Which freshman was going to have a real impact on that O-line? And I got a lot of shit because I said Sam Sledge. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, a true freshman. Like, you think that guy's going to – And they talked about Sam Sledge in that press conference today. You know, they talked about, you know, he'll probably work in a special teams and stuff like that first. Right. But he's going to probably get an increased role. And I am genuinely very – yes, I know four games. Four games. I get it.
3: really, um, <laughs>
1: But I, I, I'm excited to see what he can do because I think he is um, – maybe not athletic specimen – but like the kid's athletic, that's for damn sure. And I'm excited to see what Sam Sludge has got. So well, I hope sure. inside those four games, I actually get, I hope we get to see what he's really capable of.
2: Here's at least the thing. A glimpse
3: of. people like the normal football fan isn't even noticing these little things, but like the guys that are rotating in, we're rotating this offensive line quite often. Mm. So the guys that are coming in right now have been playing quite a bit this year. And Evans Jenkins is a, a beast. They like He almost beat out Ben Scott for the center position Coming into the year, and he was the transfer, you know, big big time player that we went and got to play center after a uh, Jergy left in. So between that and the guard positions, we've been rotating them all year. Yeah. And so I think it's a great opportunity to get some young guys like a Henry Lotowski and getting those guys going. Teddy Prahaska. Get him going, please. Get him going. God. God, right. It's finally it sucks. The circumstance is never great when you, when the injury happens, but like we've been asking, like, hey. 69 has been playing very good. Are we going to see him? And now we have is. to see him. Here it is. Yeah. So let's, let's see him.
1: Coach Rule said today, Prochaska's ready to rock. Said he's feeling great. It, yeah. It's time to go.
3: Well, he better be ready to go. Yeah. yeah. He has no choice. You know, so what else would Rule say? Because the next <laughs> He's not
1: up, ready. He's, he can't do it. He can't do well, it. <laughs> he, he said that, like, you know, there were still some you know, question marks leading into this last week, but he's like, yeah, they're, they're gone. Like, he, he's good to go. And you know, as much as I understand, like you said, the, even if he's not like maybe the need to just say it, it, I don't, everything rule says, he just seems very genuine. I think he talked about that today too. He's like, I hope you guys know I'm not up here bullshitting you. Like this is real. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm excited for Prochaska.
3: He's like the most like straightforward coach I think I've ever seen in my life. He is just an open book. Yeah. I mean, well, he loves to talk ball. Yeah, he just
0: loves to talk football, and he'll tell you everything you want to know. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I mean, it's insane because the the previous guy, former head coach Scott, was so anti talking injuries, and like you could say he lied about injuries, and he did. This could could say, I'm hey, I'm just saying, and this guy will go down to the detail of what the injury is, what's the timetable, and just. Even when guys' years are done, he's still going to bat for his guys. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Just that offensive, the whole offensive side of the ball, man.
2: I mean, they're down to like their third and fourth stringers. Yeah. At almost Everywhere. every position. Yeah. Except for tight end. But it's just like they're stringing this, this thing together with freaking duct tape.
3: And if you want to well, read that, that kind of goes into what, this. What does I say? I can't yeah. see Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, Herdizzle. Our friend Hertzel is uh, back on the live stream. He said, uh, what's up with the Heinrich Harburg hate on social? This offense is decimated. Isn't he doing the best that he can with what he has? So the Harburg
2: hate now. I haven't really seen uh, a lot
3: of Harburg hate. Uh, you know, you're, you'd
2: probably see a lot of hate if, you know, there's 14 minutes and 40 seconds left in the first quarter and Heinrich Harburg has thrown his first interception. On the first play. That's probably a lot of hate going around. And then he throws another reception like in the next drive. There's probably a lot of hate then. Where's Sims? Get Sims. How could it get any worse? I don't know. Even even with those two turnovers, I was just like, I didn't I don't even think Sims crossed my mind. I just it just didn't for me personally. Yeah. So eh, debatable on that. I know, for me. I know you,
3: you're you're a Sims, that's hey, fine. I'm, I'm not a Sims guy. I'm just saying like we haven't seen the turnovers, and then we did see right. the turnovers. And the first one was, like, really the, bad. The, the first one the was— The second one, Thomas, ch- catch the freaking ball. What are yeah. you doing? Yeah. But he had three passes thrown to him in that game that he dropped. And I'm not saying they're easy catches, but they hit his hands, and one resulted in an INT. So, yeah, he's Mackey. I, I think Ugh.
1: it comes down to, and again, sort of bastardizing what Matt Rule said today, um, is evaluating performance against ability. To say that Harburg is not capable, I would tell you you're wrong. But to sit and, you know, analyze how Harburg played this last week and say it was a bad game, you can say that. It was a bad game. Um, So, if you're seeing Harburg hate, I think it's short-sighted. You're you're probably just, again, reading comments of, you know, that first play of the game, he throws a pick and people are pissed off. Um, And then again. Yeah, and then again. (laughs) uh, So, again, it comes down to performance versus ability. And I, I think... Harburg, while well, not the best quarterback in the world. We certainly could have worse.
0: In a in a perfect world, if we had Justin Jefferson and Jamar <laughs> yeah. Chase, Travis right there, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey, and you could evaluate how they're performing with those guys on the field, you could say, "Hell yeah, get oh, them off, yeah. get them off the field, or put them on the field." Well, I it, mean, at this point, what what do we what do we how can anybody evaluate anybody? These guys are all. Second and third string guys. Yeah. It's
3: just honestly, almost entirely the entire offense. I mean, even Harburg was a third string guy going to the season, and he only had his opportunity because Purdy was hurt. Right, groin, groin. Um, a groin and, is the reason that Harburg is the guy. And again,
1: how many wins Harburg got?
3: Shit, I don't even remember. I'm losing track now. Uh, he's
2: got he's four. Got so he's many. got
1: four wins. Yes. How many L's?
2: Michigan L one. one
1: one. Yes. You want to talk shit about Harburg? Wait until he loses a game that we're not supposed to lose. It's, it's
2: like this. This is the way I look at it. After the way that game started out. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many times in the past 20 years have you seen a game start off that way? Yeah. <laughs> Where it starts off with a turnover and ultimately Nebraska loses. hmm Isn't it pretty telling that after two turnovers and on pretty much two possessions let's just i mean i'm exaggerating a little bit damn near that they still that they still did not feel the need to put sims in even after that
0: right isn't that pretty telling that this staff is like all right we're riding we're riding with old boy here yeah what that tells you is that their priority on turnovers over just like maybe this guy isn't as good maybe he's not but he still doesn't have as many turnovers he still doesn't.
3: Yeah, I think they're still just doesn't. at the point where they're like, I think he still gives us the best chance to win. Yeah. I, th- I think that they're just trying to keep it as simple as that. And when he did have to make a throw, and we could say the throw of the game, yep, he did deliver the best ball that he's thrown his entire career. Yep, and Malachi, dog, <laughs> that dude, well, could be special. Yeah. I'm just saying he oh, is. It's
0: yeah. not it like he was just
3: like. It's not like he was just like a little bit open like. He is so fast. He's like, and I think I, I told you this in the, the stands. I was like, I think that's like a Trey Palmer type guy. Well, listen, I mean, the, the, t- the play that they ran,
2: you know, people are calling it the, the belly, G belly G option. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the, the defenders the, the defenders bit. And like, I feel like they bit extra hard, but even the slightest bite, that's all you need for a guy who runs a four 40 Yep, Trey Palmer esque speed. Not saying it is Trey Palmer, just saying it's one. It's one play. Yep, it's one catch. It's one touchdown. But all you, all it takes, especially with an offense like this that is so freaking stagnant and pulling teeth all the freaking time, all you need is just that split def- second of a defender thi- overthinking. Or just taking the wrong step, half step, bye bye. Yep. And it's it's like Trey Palmer last year, like bye bye. There's yeah. our offense going streaking down the field, throwing the ball. Hopefully, this one play is opens that door up to him being a Trey Palmer esque guy on this offense.
0: Yeah, and I think I think listening to rule talk about it, it kind of opened his eyes. He's like, oh. Wow, we could be incorporating this a lot more different ways than we are right now.
3: Yeah. Well, and they said... We took them so long. They said that (laughs) it sucked that Billy Kemp got hurt because they had revolved a lot of plays around Billy Kemp for that game. Yeah. Maybe they try to do the same with a guy like Malachi who's a lot bigger, faster, stronger.
1: Yeah. So I actually had that in my notes. It's like, you know, you talk about all this time we had so much in this game plan revolving around Billy Kemp what does that look like? And Malachi is a very solid option. 100%. I did think it was funny. Before that uh, Billy G option, uh, Malachi obviously gets a touchdown on. Apparently, McGuire walked over to Rule, said Malachi's going to be open, and he it's said, a tutty, yep. I told him, you're nuts. Uh, but again, like you, like you guys have said, when you have speed like that, one wrong step from that defender, yep. and he's open. Yep. One wrong yeah, step.
3: Yeah, it's, just, it's insane. And defenses have to play off you. They have to, like, once... Now that it's on tape. Yeah now Purdue, they do, producing that. Now they see that and they're like, holy cow, we cannot let fifteen beat us. Yep.
1: Well, so again, I, they go back to talking about that play and they, they called it the for love of the game route. Where it's like, you're probably not getting this ball. Your job is to draw those defenders deep and get somebody down low open. Yep. yep. So if you're gonna spend your time watching Malachi, we're gonna have somebody down open lower.
3: We just hope that they catch it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. that would be big. I, that would be helpful.
2: Um yeah, with, with a guy like him. Um, as important as the running game is supposed to be, I mean, we could talk a little bit more about that and how just like, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in the run game. It's like, how do you not? I, I know Northwestern playing for it and Northwestern prepped all week because they had an extra week of practice to prep for the run game. Maybe that's why you saw Malachi so wide open. You get a guy like Malachi, it opens up the run game a little bit more. Just makes your offense overall so much better. Yeah. When you have someone down the... F- fuck it, he's down there somewhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, we
3: said that a lot last year. Maybe we could say that a few more times. This year... It did work against a team uh, that's a little east from, from Lincoln. Purdue do? No, last year. Purdue do. Well... It did work against them. Yes, and it worked against, against a our, team. Our, Iola? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, I
1: <laughs> well, so, again, short question. If now we're seeing Malachi is the athlete, or... You know, again, it's one one pass, one catch, one touchdown. Mm-hmm. He has at least shown the potential. Why have we not seen more? So, You know, what took as, him so as of long? at this point, why have we not seen more?
3: I think, I mean, rules kind of talked about it, though. It's just like it takes time. It takes time to get those guys ready to roll. It takes time to put the meat on their bones. It t- I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. There is. I, I am the one that has said, though, like, if you're a skill position player, you should probably be able to play earlier mm-hmm. because – you're using your God-given gifts. After that, it's just, hey, go run deep. Hey, yeah. do this, do this. With this offense, though, being so run-heavy, I do think it is harder for a guy like Malachi to to get up to speed as fast because he has to learn the blocking assignments. Yeah, uh, they are running option. Like there's a lot of things that he did not see in high school. They weren't asking Malachi to block a lot in high school, believe it or not. Yeah. So I think, yeah, there there was growing pains, but now. He has no choice, and, and it's, it's not just Malachi. It's going to be Jalen Lloyd. It's going to be uh, uh, Jaden da- Doss. Doss. It's yeah. going to be all those guys. Like, hey, you Jayden. saw Malachi last week. You got It's your turn now. Yeah. Go. Well, Jayden and so,
0: something that, I mean, like we, we talked about in the past, uh, particularly when it came to like Wandale Robinson, was that there was so much focus on that one guy and trying to get the ball in his hands. And you have to imagine if your offense and your wide receiver core is so thin because of all these injuries – Billy Kemp was like, we just need to we need to focus on him, 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 and let these other guys catch up. Well, now you don't have that option, so it's like, okay, now we need to start trying to get creative here. How do we get Malachi involved? How do we get Jaden Doss involved? You're starting to focus on the bigger picture, I think.
1: My my dream here, because Mal or sorry, Billy Kemp, from what I've heard with this MCL strain, it's, it's
3: sprain, yeah,
1: yeah, um, is that two to three weeks, and he could be coming back. And imagine Malachi during this transitional period. I can't imagine that Malachi will be, you know, looked over too much during that time. Imagine he does get those catches, does get that confidence. We've talked with Brandon Riley. We talked about, you know, just those first couple of plays, getting that confidence built. I can't imagine what that just did for Malachi. Oh, right. yeah. Um. So imagine, you know, he gets these next couple of weeks to get a little bit more confidence under his belt. Billy Kemp yeah. comes back feeling healthy, and we've got both those guys out there. And, you know, obviously it would be nice to have those receivers we lost early in the season out there as well. But it gives me a little bit more hope for this receiving core.
2: Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah I mean, before you can think about a few more weeks down the line, I mean, you're, you're playing teams that we, we talked about this over and over. And you could absolutely lose, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not thinking two weeks from now when Billy Kemp's coming back. Yeah, right. Thinking about this Saturday. Perdont.
1: I'm thinking about Perdon. I get that. No,
2: I know. But, uh, but just like running through the numbers. So, Harburg went eight for 17, one touchdown, two interceptions, um, 16 carries, 72 yards with a tutty. Um, Emmett Johnson, 12 carries, 73 yards, 6.1 yard average. He ran good and he ran hard. And yep. AG, Anthony Grant, six carries, 22 yards,
3: 3.7 average. God, Anthony. There's just something's off about that guy. There's something off about that situation, though. We talked about it in the stands. We're like, no, Anthony Grant. It, we saw, we saw uh, Emmett, and we saw, uh, well, Quinn Ives came in for a play, n- n- but and uh, Fleeks, Fleeks. We yeah. saw both those guys before we saw Ag. Yeah, that. I don't is know if it's mental. Is well, it mental? Like, what is it? I mean, so
1: my my question. What was what? What are Grant stats again?
3: Uh,
2: six carries, twenty-two yards
1: at three point seven. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I mean, it's a good 3.7's fine with me.
3: Three point seven is fine, but the thing is, is I understand. Has Emmett surpassed him? That's 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 kind of like where I'm getting at. Is as Emmett is Emmett RB one now, and, and he said today that you know all three of those guys and maybe even four have to play this year. But is is Emmett RB one now? Yes. I don't think there's any doubt.
2: I don't know about you guys, but I don't think there's any doubt. I don't totally disagree with you. I mean,
1: I mean, I would say there's a shade of doubt, but not a ton. Yeah. Like, he less looked, than
2: 10%. Like, I don't think he looked necessarily as explosive. Ex, as explosive. <laughs> hit it. Just fucking hit it. Just do <laughs> How, it.
0: <laughs> Hold on. Where's the button? Bear with me. Gosh.
2: How would you say your mental focus is? Oh,
0: it's focused.
2: <laughs> <laughs> as Explosive. As he was against Illinois. But he still had those few runs where, like, he just buzzed through the line.
3: And he had looked quick. And I'm like, well, I haven't seen that in Anthony Grant in a while. It's vision, though, to me. I think a lot of his success is just, and it's back to the dancing crap. When well, A D yeah. comes in, it's da 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 da, da.
2: So, like, here's <laughs> the thing, right? When I said 3.7-yard average, you guys were like, yeah, I'm fine with that. But it's just the eye test. Yeah, just like watching him, it
0: just doesn't look great. I mean, like honestly, for a Neanderthal like myself, I am just I'm looking <laughs> for my RB one. Just occasionally getting us twelve, thirteen yard runs, just little gashes. Yeah, and just keep hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. And yeah, I definitely think Emmett Emmett was
3: doing that on Saturday. Yeah, her dizzle said Emmett's ball security is focused. Yeah, it's <laughs> focused. Oh, it's focused. <laughs> Joe Biden levels of
2: focus. (laughs) Oh man! No, you know
1: for for the running back core in that game, three point seven was the lowest average. Is that what I heard? I mean, I just did the two backs. Yeah, Uh, two backs. Yeah, Yeah. Um, three point seven being the lowest. That's that's pretty good to me. I know. Again, uh, but I'm I'm talking about. I test. I get that, but you know. If oh, we are 3.7, let's wear that defensive line down. Let's get them tired. And, you know, that number will
3: start to go up a little bit more. If we remember it, your eye test last week when you were talking about. Uh, uh, Braylon. Yes. Uh, maybe you need to get an eye chat. On yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Listen. Are hey, there
1: any optometrists hey, that want to sponsor the yeah, podcast? Yeah. Listen, open.
2: Any eye doctors no, out there? LASIK has done me very well. Same. You know, let me just ask you, Mike, did Wisconsin win or lose that game? They found
3: a way to win. Oh, oh you mean the IO game? Yeah. 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 And they lost. And they so, lost. ha. But they did find a way to beat Illinois. And I was really. Yeah, I know. I was Illinois about yeah, that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> God. Anyway, okay. I do just have to say, like, and this can probably be the last offensive thing. Yeah. Offensive, offense, offensive. Um, first play of the game, you know, look, it's a pass. Deep in your own end zone. It's windy. Henrik Carberg isn't a great passer, right? Is it are we still like he's not a natural are, thrower of the football. Listen. Can I just Is Henrik Carberg a good passer? Guys, no. well if, Okay, let's just no. No. I don't want to say no, but no.
1: I would yeah. <laughs> You can say no. It's just We're not I'm not saying that to be rude. I think Henrik uh, Carberg is a serviceable quarterback. I, th- <laughs> I think I think I think he reads things. Pretty good. No, oh, geez. Stop I it. I think he runs well. He has room, room to grow in the passing game. He How about that? Room. Yeah, I'll take there that. you go. Yeah, take like
2: that. It's, it's not as focused
0: <laughs> as. <laughs> How so would Biden. you say your passing game is? <laughs> oh, it's, it's
2: just. <laughs> I don't know. Did anyone else just like. Was just, just as annoyed as I was? Just annoyed. And of course it's interception. Of course it is. Yeah. It's just. I know Sats working with not great ingredients right now, but help yourself out in that case. Like, I just, Northwestern's run defense. 109th. It's not good. And I just, why are we overthinking this? Yeah. Why is the first play of the game deep in your own territory? A throw. Just why?
0: And if I'm looking at Northwestern, if I have confidence in my football team, (laughs) I'm like, I don't need to have some surprise like, hey, first down, we're going to come out here and we're going to throw it. They think we're going to run it because, you know, everybody's talking about the 109th rushing defense. I, you, we didn't, we, you don't need any of this tricky shit. Just like go out there and just do your thing. So, yeah. So I will
2: just let me say off on one hand, that annoyed me very much. And I'm not calling for Sats' head, I'm just saying it was really annoying. And then later on, the belly G option pass. I give credit where it's due, okay? So while I was very annoyed with the first play, I had that really great call later on. So I'm giving credit where it's due, but I'm just, I think the play calling overall is just like, it's not Biden focused.
1: We talked about wanting to eliminate these question marks from the offensive play calling going into the season. And again, I've said this before, and I'm going to continue to say it. The question marks are still there. Again, while there are some great great play calls like that Bellagy pass, um, there's still a lot of weird ones. It's just goofy sometimes. Yeah. Like, uh, it's it's just like teeter-tottering. Like
2: You know, in the running back rotation, Emma Johnson had 12 carries. I felt like he could use some more. I just felt like he had a good run. You don't need to take him out after he has a good we always talk about getting in a rhythm, lathering them up, as they say. Why are you? T- he's not even tired. I don't think. Did he, is he patting his head? Uh, coach, coach, leave, him in. leave yeah. him in. I don't know. Yeah, I know, I'm not getting paid millions to be a freaking OC, but just, Jesus, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, on NCA, well, I have a really good defense. Triple option <laughs> all fucking day. That's all I'd run. All
3: right. How far along are we? Yeah, let's take a break. We're about uh, time to take a quick break. Uh, do we have any questions to get to before we hit break or what? No, I think uh, no. we had some fun comments. Uh, Redcast Rob said that's mm. how you get playing time with Rule. Um, and when we were talking about Malachi, he says do the little things. Yeah, I think he brought up blocking and. Yeah, blocking yeah. and doing those little things. And then Herdizel, uh, he was in agreement that uh, Emmett should definitely be running back one. Mm. A comp for Emmett with adding some muscle, could be like a Divine of Zigbo. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think, Div- although Divine was sneaky fast. So, I don't know. Was, I don't yeah, know. Divine, divine, like... He got my, faster by his senior year. 100% yeah. he did.
2: Yeah. He's still running against Illinois. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. And that was That's what set up the whole, like, oh, this strength and conditioning is right. just way different.
3: Yeah. Because it was Divine of Zigbo that just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, is running like crazy. Yeah. And then our friend Nick did say, I'll be that guy having lived in South Carolina for six years. Every one of my South Carolina uh, friends said, Coach Sat is our problem.
2: Yeah. Like, if you you asked me, like, if you put a gun to my head and you ask me, do you see Satterfield being in his post at Nebraska for the next two more years? uh, Well, you know, I'll be generous and say, like, four. Yeah. I'm going to say no. Right. That's just me. I hope he has a long and fruitful and successful career here at Nebraska where they regularly win eight to eleven games every year. But I just don't see it personally.
0: And it's gonna be, I mean, it's gonna be very difficult for Rule to be comparing the defense to the offense yeah. and like who is succeeding and who is not.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. and we're gonna You're get gonna into see, that after the break. Yeah. But and this is me I have saying this. To say about that. This is me saying this about Sat knowing that the weapons he has to work with are not up to snuff. No. The, the and I know I know that. I recognize that. I, I am not, like, blaming him, saying he's terrible. I just don't see the
1: – don't see it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You were going to say something.
1: Oh, I, I was going to make a really weird, um, like, allegory here. Like, the man's trying to bake a cake, but all he's got is salt and water. Like right. just, the ingredients just aren't there <laughs> cake, to make it would a be cake. Trash. And we're just doing the best we can.
2: My neck is red. USA says because South Carolina is doing
3: so well without him, they are not doing very well. They're like two and six or something. Exactly. But he was the problem. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like the Carolina Panthers. Matt Ruhle was the problem too. Mm. Yeah, Poverty. Okay. We're going to take a quick break. Forever and always. Top off our empty beers <laughs> and we'll be right back. Ooh. Did you know one in three young people will grow up without a mentor? Founded in 1991 by Dr. Tom and Nancy Osborne, the Teammates Mentoring Program's mission is to positively impact the world by inspiring students to reach their full potential through mentoring. Mentors and mentees meet in school during the day for about 30 minutes once a week to play board games, work on crafts, or just talk. Any kid as young as third grade all the way through college can be in Teammates. You don't have to be an expert to mentor a student. You just have to be there. 94% of mentees say they're proud to be in teammates. And 91% of mentors say they leave their mentoring time in a better mood than when they arrived. Go to teammates.org to become a mentor today.
2: Uh, We have a saying, no block, no rock. Thanks, Troy. Guys, we are saving the best for last in this discussion the defense, the black shirts, more and more every week. They are earning that moniker back, I feel. Um, just off top, you already know that. I mean, we kind of argue, argued about this stat. Um, I heard eight sacks. Mike said, no, it's actually, well, actually, it's seven. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, Mike. It's eight. <laughs> actually, <laughs> fucking dork. God. And that's, he said it like that too, like a little fucking rat. It's actually eight, or actually seven. Yeah, it's eight. Um, so, first guy that everyone is just going to talk about, name their dog of the week. I'm looking at you, Connor Cavillac. Yeah. James Williams. Dog of the week. Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who are you?
0: Who are you?
3: We had him look who, him up. Who, who? Who? Yes, we did. We literally... <laughs> we looked him up in the stands. We're like, who is this? 90? Okay, here's the thing. So, when you...
2: When you look up 2023 Nebraska roster, you got to click on the link and it's numerical order, right? Mm-hmm. So I see Mike with his fucking sausage fingers. Yeah. Scrolling. <laughs> he has to do it like four times because it's number 90. It's yeah. at the bottom. <laughs> there he is. James Williams. Again, who are you? And hello.
1: Yeah. I can tell you. Good who to he see you. I can tell you who he is. Go on. He's that dog. He's the dog. Dude, in, in your TikTok, you put out about him, uh, was that yesterday? I think you might have released it. Uh, this morning. This morning. Um, I made it last night. I was waiting to see like that edit of just like in Southern Northwestern QB's face from that Will Ferrell movie. was just, I'm so fucking scared right now. <laughs> <laughs> James Williams just... Incredible. Kid got off the scout team on Wednesday this week. Is that right? I don't even
3: know. Wednesday I think it was the week? day of the Are game. Are you sure he was on the roster before this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, Are you sure? I, yeah. Are, did we get a guy from the Panthers? Yeah. <laughs>
1: this, this kid just <laughs> tore it up for his first game of his career.
3: Unreal. Well, dude,
2: I mean, he just came ripping and roaring off the edge. Like, whoa, okay, hello.
3: He looked like a he natural pass rusher, like a real one. Yeah. And so Blanky. we did look him up. He is a junior college transfer from Iowa Central Community College. And he did have six and a half sacks when he was there. So mm. that might be his thing. Right. Rushing the quarterback, which well, okay, so believe we, it or not, you can make a lot of money doing that.
0: Yeah. What did he what did he come here? Like what position was he going to play? Because I know Rule switched him.
3: No, like, he, the coaching was, staff switched him to defensive end, didn't they? No. No, he was there. At, he was a dn with them. He played 11 yeah. games. Oh, okay. 19 tackles, six and a half sacks, seven tackles for loss. So, like, that was his thing. And oh, okay. he was yeah. the 2022 Game 1 Bowl defensive MVP at the JUCO level. So, like, mm. usually when we get those JUCO guys, they never, ever they don't pan out like do that. what they did at the other level.
0: Well, pump the brakes here. Yeah, and there's been a... Who?
3: I can think of one, but that was a long time ago. No. Oh, okay. You're talking like... uh Levante? He, he's playing in the NFL right now. Levante? Randy Gregory?
0: Oh, no. no never ne- mind. Never mind. Well, just, just ignore me. I'm, I, I'm, of, I'm, I'm thinking of Samori Torre, but he did, oh, He came from Montana. No, no Montana. Yeah,
3: that's FCS. Yeah. yeah.
1: So in uh, the post-game presser, it, Rule talks about, you know, going into, I believe, the fourth quarter, we're up 11, and he brought it up to the team that, you know, you were up against this team 11 last year, and uh, you lost.
2: Mm.
1: Post-game presser, they ask him why he brought it up, and he said, you know, pain. He his exact words were a positive application of pain can be helpful, mm. and James Williams was a positive application of pain on that <laughs> yeah, Northwestern we loved offense.
3: It. We love it. It was
1: beautiful. It was beautiful. The entire defense looked uh, the entire defense looked good. I would say low tier great.
0: Low tier great.
1: So I mean, we moved into uh, going into this game. Nebraska defense ranked twenty four. We're now tied for twenty one. Just in case anyone was wondering.
2: No, I I love. Matt rule sound bites, but it does make me pause and think sometimes because on one hand, he said this. He wants to say what happened before has nothing to do with me. That is not (laughs) my team. And then on the other hand, he's like, I'm gonna use that all that pain that you felt.
1: Well, I'm I'm gonna gonna use all that pain. I'm gonna fuel it. his, (laughs) His point was he was like, I'm not using this for the rah rah. I want you to, you know, they got us last year. We're gonna get them this year. Right. It's you had this lead last year. And you dropped it. Mm. How are you better this year than you were last? Mm. Remember that.
3: Well, mm. and he did mention. <laughs> Positive
1: application. He said, you
3: hands. think you lost because of this onside kick? No, you had oh, right. this, 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 and this. He's right. Yeah. Mm. Well, Although that was the, probably the most dumbassery thing we've ever seen. It actually got a guy fired. Yeah. So well, there's other things. There's other but, uh, things. Yeah. But
2: <laughs> no, but when you're trying to build a culture, it's like you can't hinge your culture on one botched, Onside kick. You have, to, yes. you, have to, yeah. you have to go down
3: deep to the levels of the psychology. That's what he's doing. His yeah.
1: words were, you, you cannot come in here like talking to the players. Like You can't come in here and blame this on coaching. He's like, you need to go out there and beat them. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. One on one. One yeah. V
0: one. He's like: You need to kick the shit out of the guy in front of you.
1: He's like, I don't want you to come in here and question what we're doing. I want you to beat the guy across from you.
0: They did that on defense? Yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah. Because, yeah, he, he keeps making that point about the defense. Like, I don't care what the offense does. Do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And we are a defensive football team. It's time for this team to recognize that. Like, And I, during the presser, he said something like, don't blame the offense, whatever. It's just like, it is what it is. We are a defensive football team.
0: So just do what you have to do.
3: Embrace At the, it. At
0: the end of the day, if the, if the team loses, the offense loses... You lose. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter who... The score at the end of the day is going to reflect every single one of you. So do what you're supposed to do at an elite level. And again, I'm quoting. I watched both
1: the postgame and today's press conference right in a row right before this episode. But he said, we are a defense-first team. But that doesn't mean that the offense gets to take a back seat. No. They're going to go out there and do their job. Offense, you need to come out here and do yours. Yeah. Like, you don't get to rely on them to win you games. Right. We are a defense-first team but the offense needs to do their job too.
2: And in the name of consistency, like Colorado is an example in my mind where the defense was put in shitty spots. Of course we can recognize that, but at the same time we can say, yeah, you were dealt a shit hand, Mm -hmm. but you didn't do what you had to do. Mm -hmm. Like you are playing for the university of Nebraska. You are on scholarship. You are probably making nice NIL money. Like there's no excuses anymore. Like, This is big-time football. You're a big-time player. Like, yeah, you can use all these excuses, but you just, bottom line, when the team needed you, when the offense needed you to step up, when Anthony Grant needed you to back him up, you ultimately didn't do it. Like in Minnesota, Anthony Grant has a horrible fumble. Minnesota goes out. They make a tiptoe catch in the end zone. Well, guess what, defense? You didn't make the play when it counted. Yep. So ultimately, don't worry about the offense. Just do what you need to fucking do.
3: And yep. they did. They did. Yeah. They did. Because they rose to the occasion every single time they were told to. Yep. And it was awesome because they didn't allow a touchdown. Dude, think of mm-hmm. two noteworthy plays off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I already know. You got Omar Brown. Yep. Catching Old Boy. Running him
2: down. Running him down. And Hartzog getting beat. Burned. Catches Old Guy before he can score.
0: Yep. That's just... It ended up in one field goal. So those two yeah. big plays that would have been touchdowns that were ran on from behind
3: ended up in one field goal. The other one was missed. I take blame for the Hartzog uh, play because right seconds before that play happened, I told Jared, I said, Hartzog's out on an island playing corner again. I thought it, I think he's more of a safety. That literally seconds later, they throw that. He gets burned. So I take full blame on that. It's it's on me. It's not on him because I jinxed up out of him. I'm just saying I jinxed him so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's all I, so it's it's on me. I take full responsibility.
1: I will say compliment to the defense on this. You know we're talking about Nebraska's offense missing a lot of ingredients. Mm. Uh, we were four for twelve on third down. That's not great. Um, but our defense held Northwestern
0: to three for fifteen. Yeah, mm. that'll do. Ain't that a beauty? And that was, that was, I mean, all year long, what have we been talking about? They're third
3: off the field. Yeah. Third down defense.
0: That was what Kyle's been freaking hammering home. Yeah. And the thing too is if you watch that
2: game, if you rewatch it, there was so many third and double digits for Northwestern. And I think some of them were probably due to penalties, but a lot of it was just due to Nebraska getting sacks and multiple TFLs. Yep, A lot of TFLs. Um, just, like, real quick, I do want to just shout out, you know, Cam Leonard got up back on the field. I'm glad to see him, even though it's not like he was playing gangbusters necessarily. It's good to see him back. He yep. looked explosive, though. Get back in the groove. Um, again, like, Nash mocker. Nash maker, excuse me, are mockers and makers. Mo- mockers uh, and makers uh, and lately. Yeah. Nash <laughs> maker, two and a half sacks. Like, watching him... Again, I said last week, you know, NFL dude, it just seemed like that big motherfucker was running everywhere. Yeah. That dude has a motor. Yeah. And if you, you know, his belly's bouncing, whatever. He's freaking moving, man. Yeah. Again, I, that's the eye test thing with me. Just watching him move. He moves very well for a guy his size. Two and a half sacks. Awesome. Um, rule went off about Ty Robinson. Oh, his
1: draft stock. Couple rounds, couple rounds yeah. seems drastic. <laughs> hey,
2: <laughs> I, I
3: noticed. I know, know him, I know. But you guys understand what he's saying, right? Well, like, yeah, he is doing the the grunt work for a guy like no. James Williams or a guy like Nash. They're making plays because Ty was he was firing off the ball. He was he was wrecking havoc, and yeah, he had one tackle. Yeah. But the stat sheet it's, doesn't show everything. It's right. the
1: same thing again, going back to the Malachi thing. When they told him on that go route, you're probably not getting this ball. Your job is to get these guys open. Yeah. It's the same thing that's happened with Ty Robinson. But again, my my complaint is not that Ty Robinson wasn't dominant. Mm-hmm. My complaint is a couple
3: of rounds in hey. the draft. That seems excessive. <laughs> we Maybe will a couple of picks. This guy knows football more than all of us sitting at this table. Just he was he, also yeah. just in the NFL. Yeah, and he probably knows a couple of people. So sure, that's fair. If they were to ask him, "Hey, who do you compare Ty Robinson to?" He might have some guys to name, and hopefully, they don't play for the Panthers because they suck. Yeah, speaking <laughs> of yeah. speaking Poverty. of guys that uh,
1: Matt Rule might know in the NFL. You guys, I'm sure, heard the quote where a scout came in and said, you know, Nebraska is the second hardest practicing team in the country. Mm -hmm. And, you know, of course, Matt Roll said, it seemed like he was reluctant to say who the number one was. And, of course, he says, the University of Georgia. Does that shock anybody? No. No. But that is nice to hear that, you know, we're out there and we're going hard. And I loved his whole spiel about why we go out and practice in the cold. He's like, the only game we'd play in a dome this year is the Big Ten Championship. He's like, we're going to practice in the cold. Yes. Play yeah, in the cold, we're going to practice in the cold. Believe it or not,
3: we're probably not going to play in a dome this year. It's kind of uh, what he's telling you. Yeah, I, I do have <laughs> a,
1: an interesting stat here that I actually only saw because I was looking for that third down percentage. Um, Nebraska Northwestern had the exact same amount of rushing attempts in that game. Mm-hmm. Northwestern averaged two point one yards per carry. That's that Nebraska rushy. They've been dominant all year. I'm up until recently. We're, I believe, tied for first, if not solo first. Uh, But Nebraska had four point two. We were exactly twice as or twice the average of Northwestern's rushing. Sure. Um, But yeah, yeah, I found that really funny that we really shut down that run again. That's what our defense is kind of built around. But oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um,
3: another guy, uh, Isaac Gifford. Look, Isaac Gifford makes freaking plays. Dude, the freaking stud. That play that he made on that screenplay, yeah. that was the best play call they made all day. And I told, I was like, oh, that's a perfect play call. We blitzed everybody on the there one he goes. side. There he goes. And it was set up. He had a wall in front of him. And Isaac gets past three blockers yeah. to bring down the guy. And the main blocker had him by
0: 140 pounds, oh, something like yeah. that. Like, he said,
3: whoop. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. I think
0: the announcer, I I rewatched the game because obviously, like, I was running all over the place, but I rewatched the game and the announcer was like, that guy wanted it more than this guy. Mm, Yeah. This
3: guy and this guy and this guy. I mean,
0: Isaac, there's too many dog
1: stamps to hand out this week, but Isaac Gifford's getting one. Yeah. That's a dog.
3: That was incredible. Mm -hmm. That was. That's just plays you. We have not seen at Nebraska. We have not seen that in so long mm-hmm. individual efforts like that, like running down the, the run that how many times have we've seen where guys just give up. Really? They give up. Oh, 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 well, poor me. That's, uh, he runs it down. And guess what? We hold him to three points. Two different times. Yes. It's just, gosh, this defense is special. Tony white is special. It's going to be fun to watch guys and all these guys besides Ty and Nash. I, I think Nash will be probably looking at his pro career. Maybe I yeah. would, if I were him, yeah. I would, especially yeah. being that size, you know, like yeah. it's happened to guys that big, Yeah, mm. but like it gets you excited for the future. Cause most of the guys playing are young mm-hmm. <clears throat> as long as we keep them. Got to keep them. Yeah. I know there's still
2: five games left, but like a big thing that, we have always talked about is like the amount or lack thereof of all conference players. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at that defense. I mean, <laughs> I mean it's it's a it's kind of a problem because it's like, well, you start naming guys and it's like, oh shit, I might have forgotten somebody, right? Like that's how great they've played so far. But
3: do you think the Big Ten looks at them that way? Because we well. I mean, again, I there's still five like games left, but we, I know.
0: I mean, are they looking at are they looking at one year of tape?
3: Yeah. Are like, they are they? They're only... supposed to look at it for that year. Right. And I know that us as Nebraska right. fans play victims a lot. But if you're like, okay, who's going to be the best team as a tackle? Well, Michigan's really fucking good. Right. So and then we have to put that. Oh, well, Ohio State's pretty good. Penn State's pretty good. Right. Then you start throwing these guys that are super, super talented players at Nebraska, but They're not playing for the best team in the Big Ten. Yeah, they're not. So I don't know if they'll get the love and recognition that they they will at the end of the year, even if if they continue to play like this.
1: It does become tough looking at defensive rankings right now. Yeah. Um, You've got Penn State at one overall. I'm not shocked. Michigan at three. Ohio State at four. Rutgers at eight kind of shocks me a little bit. Uh, I wouldn't have expected them to be there, but the next Big Ten team you see is Nebraska at that 21 slot. Yeah. And then Iowa at 23.
3: Yeah, but their defense is so much better than ours. Yeah. I- Shut up.
2: No. Um, but I think, and you make great points. You make great points. Like, obviously, the Big Ten East is going to make up a lot of those teams, whether it's first team, second team, third team, whatever. But in years past, you couldn't even, like, even with everyone on the defense, on the roster, you would go you'd go down name by name and be like, no, no, no. no they didn't get on no, no, mention. No, them. no, 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 no. Maybe JoJo, but it's like everybody else, no. But with this defense, there's like over half of the guys, it's like maybe, yeah.
1: There are some guys to be considered. Hello. Some guys to be considered at the very least.
3: James Williams. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) James, I think, will only play in four games this year. I love it. And,
0: and, you know, we have to throw the, we have to throw the like conditional thing on here. Northwestern gave up like 45 QB hurries. That offensive line gave up 45 hurries against Penn State. Suck. So I mean, they're, they're not great. There is a gray line here. Yes, yeah. But here's the alternative, Kyle Byers. Here's the alternative. Yeah. We
2: hear about all the pressures that Northwestern gave up against Penn State, forty-five of them. So what's the alternative, Nebraska? Oh, you didn't put any pressure on the quarterback. What the fuck? Yeah. That's the alternative. But here's the thing.
3: They did that. They, they did. They did it. And Tony White Hello. installed. a remember the three-three-five thing, right? For Northwestern, because he's a coach, like a real good coach, yeah. right? <laughs> he put in a package with five defensive linemen yeah. in this three-three-five. No, yeah, No, it's a multiples type defense. 5-3-3. Three, three. He put in a five lineman, he's like, this team can't block? All right, cool. Let's throw an extra lineman at them and see if they can block it. Yeah. Let's go. They couldn't. No. <laughs> they could they, not. <laughs> oh, well, very nice. Very nice. <laughs> So mean, nah, wow, <laughs> <while> we wow.
1: Wow, wow, we wow. To your point, we, we maybe haven't played the strongest O-lines this year, but Nebraska is top 10 in sacks so far with 24 total on the year. Love number that. Eight. We're right. number eight,
0: baby. Love yes. that. It's like one of my favorite defensive stats. That tells you a lot. It tells you so much. And it tells you nothing.
1: <laughs> no, hey, I just like it. We're in top 10.
0: No, <laughs> that's I'm, that's oh, what I'm saying. Yeah. Is, I thought you were being No, I thought you were no that's one of my favorite stats is the sacks. Because how many years stat. have we gone with –
3: Kyle Love Three sacks in a sack. year. Yeah, honestly, yeah. We haven't had, like, we, we always use the Randy Gregory thing. We haven't had a true pass rusher since Randy Gregory. And sometimes this defense, especially, like, Saturday, looked like we had a lot of Randy Gregories running around, yeah. honestly. So.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of cool. So they weren't jumping in the stands trying to
2: fight anybody. Hell yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's next. Come on. <laughs> that's next. Um, and before we kind of go over to Purdue do, Tristan Alvano, 47-yarder in the wind, LFG. LFG. We love, we love that. Mike, you love that. I do. Give him his fucking shine. Hey. Plus, give him his flowers. Hey. Yeah.
3: He can have daisies or whatever he wants. You should he have heard wants. this motherfucker the whole game. Oh, my God. Here we go. Let's sit next it. to Mike. Here we go. Here we go. And, but every do. time I did it,
2: <laughs> the opposite happens. So I just yes. got to keep
3: doing it. All
2: right. George Costanza and Seinfeld. <laughs> if, I, if
1: I just do the opposite.
2: Okay. Now, Purdue do. Nebraska. A two and a half
1: point favorite. That line has adjusted a lot you, today. A
2: lot. Okay, go. You're, so, the, you're the fucking better.
1: Yeah. I, uh, as I'm talking, I'm actually going to be opening the lineup. So it opened as a one point game, which at one point I actually wasn't super mad about. Um, I, I figure this game might be a shootout just because of the injuries we've had um in the past couple of weeks so actually it is two and a half right now this morning I saw it at three I think with uh this most recent presser today you know talking about the players that are out we're gonna be missing a few guys for a few weeks uh, not including right. you know the full year out guys two and a half still kind of worries me um just because we are gonna be you know playing some guys who don't have that kind of experience well
2: I- they always say like home if you're a home team it's three points automatically right it should be. I mean, that's what they say, but it's only two and a half, so it's like, ooh.
1: Yeah, but we started at one.
2: Yeah, so yeah. that tells you, I mean, this is definition of coin flip. Yeah, pick them. Um, Nebraska, guys, I'm going to th- throw this around, each of you. What do you think Nebraska's record against Purdue is all time?
0: Hmm, I think it's,
3: <clears> we got it.
2: I don't know. I'll, okay, I'll say I think this. it's, I they, think it's pretty played, even. They've played 11 games. Okay. Yeah, I think it's even.
3: Well, I mean, I will say. Be, I think it's pretty close to even. I will say seven to four, Nebraska. Just a guess. I have no idea. I feel like this is a trap. It might be.
1: So I'm going to go Three four traps. and seven,
2: five and six. Damn. That's what I was going to go Look, with initially. It's just one of those stats where it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, Yikes. these past couple years have sucked. Um, just in case you needed another reminder.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't cry myself
2: to sleep already. <laughs> so. Before the season, I had picked this as an L. This was one of my games they're supposed to win but won't games. Um, you know, I'm thinking about my prediction later. Uh, we'll see if I come off that. I'm still kind of thinking. Um, but, Mike, you got some stats ready for us. Yes.
3: Run it down. Well, so I wanted to just kind of compare. You know, we talked about Northwestern having like the 109th rush defense last week. It's like, okay, can we move the ball on these guys? So, we're going to go through a couple things as far as rankings go. Purdue's offense is ranked 78th in the country, and that's total offense.
1: We're probably below that, right?
3: Our offense? Absolutely. 120th. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. I was going to say. Their defense is 91st overall in total defense. We're
1: 23. Yes. Okay.
3: Their rush defense is 80th overall in the country and their past defense is 91st. So like, they're really just not good on the defensive side of the ball mm. either way. Like they don't have like, a, Oh, I'm better at no, not really. Yeah. No, you kind of, you kind of <laughs> suck at both, Yeah, yeah but, but we, we're not good on offense. So yeah,
1: I was like, we just played a team that, you know, defensively we were like, there's a pretty clear cut route to wins here. Uh, and that felt like it was like that game while we won, Felt like it should have been a little bit easier, so I'm not going to overlook Purdue. Right, but those those numbers make me a little bit happier. But I'm still very nervous. I and I every game I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah, just as someone who
2: had I have not watched a lick of Purdue all year. I have not at all. Okay, but just like as an outsider, if you will, you know I look at Ryan Walters, one of the best defensive coordinators, and I say defensive coordinators in the country, um, you would expect his defenses to be pretty good, maybe not necessarily this year, but in the future. Um, One stat that you did not say, Mike, and this is maybe where the whole Ryan Walters thing in my mind comes up, is they do average three sacks a game, which is like their best stat. They they have
3: like 24 as well. Like, I think they have the same amount as as us. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's just... They can rush the passer. Yeah, when I see
2: those three sacks, I'm like, okay. So, they're probably, like, very aggressive.
1: Purdue averages exactly three sacks. They have 21 on the season. 21,
2: okay. Yeah, so that's just... And, of course, you factor in how shitty Nebraska's offense is and their injuries that have cropped up. It's like, yeah, I could see this just, of course, being... What do we call this month? Rock Fight October. It continues. It's not going to end. November is going to be a rock fight, too. So,
1: Do you want to know what I'm very grateful for? Aiden O'Connell's in the NFL now. Sure. Yeah. That makes me very happy.
3: Hudson Card. That's the Texas guy.
1: Horns down. Hudson Card.
3: What to make of Hudson Card. And there's no Charlie Jones. He's an athlete playing quarterback, similar to what we have. Just saying. I think Hudson Card was actually like a five-star quarterback, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming out of high school. so Under armor. Yeah. So, uh, he's very talented. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, I don't I, know. Matt Rule said today that it's God. tough to simulate a guy like Hudson Carr because he is so fast. Card. Card. It's because he's so fast, and he's very, very athletic. With that being said, I think our defense will have a plan for a guy like him.
1: I, I was going to say, what is there to be said about, wh- I mean, you said their offense is ranked, what, 78? Overall, yeah. um, what is there to be said about? I, I wouldn't even call them middling, I would call them lower end offense with a not so great defense. I mean, not to get off topic, but you look at USC with Caleb Williams, who's a fantastic quarterback, last year Heisman winner. They can't win games because they have no goddamn defense. Yes, <laughs> you're going up against a defense now in Nebraska that is uh, you can't say not scary, it's a scary defense.
2: It's just so, go- going forward, man. The only question that we have to ask ourselves about this Nebraska team is, are they going to score enough points?
3: Yes.
0: Right.
2: The defense isn't even like... I think they've proved it through seven games. Like, this is who they are. Mm -hmm. There might be a fluke here in the next couple weeks. We'll see. Hopefully, it doesn't happen. But there's probably going to be a fluke game. But it's just the question is, can Nebraska score enough points?
1: Can they just get by for another week? Well, I I think... This week presents a very interesting opportunity for Nebraska because I feel like a lot of teams, Northwestern coming into that game had to have known, you know, we had, what, three receivers out. Game plan's probably going to be revolving around Billy Camp and Fedoni. Billy Camp now gone. So what, are you just going to plan for Fedoni? Um, so it gives Nebraska, I think, a really interesting opportunity to draw up some funky stuff. And keep people on their heels. Because no one really knows what Nebraska's going to do because no one's seen them yet.
3: Uh, I, I'm the opposite. I think Nebraska needs to just keep it simple and do what they're good at, which is running the football.
1: I'm not saying you go funky all the time. Yeah, no. But I, it gives you an opportunity to get funky if you need it. Get funky.
3: Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think creativity kind of falls out the window when you're down three offensive linemen and you're down three starting, now four starting wide receivers. So And two running backs. And two running backs. I just I think they need to do, what, like, Find a strength, mm. and running the ball is a strength. So I think they need to do that, and if it doesn't work, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, set it up, and then maybe you'll have one over the top.
1: But so, Malachi. again, here's what scares me about, you know, keep trying to pound the rock. How many offensive linemen you you say we're down? Three?
3: Yeah. Are
1: we going to have the blocking?
3: Yeah, I think we will. The, like I said, the guys that are in right now are guys who have rotated and played quite a bit this year. So, I mean, you
1: got to, again— Start with that run, but if you get to a point, you know, two, three drives in, and it's like, oh, fuck, this is just not working, you're going to have to get to that funky stuff, to that belly G option, like try and get Malachi down that go route. Like,
0: Well, like, I, we, like we talked about, I mean, that defense, it sounds like is pretty aggressive. So if they're going to be sending four or five
3: guys a lot, it's going to be a lot of screen game. Yeah. Yeah. They, they have to. Figure out what works. Figure it out. Um, what I've, I've heard from... Quarterback play is usually good quarterbacks. They see where the blitz is coming from, and that's usually where they throw the ball. Yeah. We're going to need Harburg to be a quick decision maker, and oh. he's going to have to make elementary throws. And I hope that the play calling enables him to make elementary throws. If you remember
1: in that post-game presser, Matt Riddle talked about specifically, you know, the, the ascent of a quarterback. Yeah. Mm. Your first game's in, you're playing fast, you're playing on instinct. Mm-hmm. Get a couple of games here we would play slow, and he talked about in that Northwestern game how a, a big detriment was Harburg just played too slow; he was taking too long.
3: Yeah, um, that so throw supposedly know. was Borkature was wide open on that first pass yeah. of the game, which I don't know why we were passing the ball in the first play of the game, <laughs> but apparently Borkature is wide open. So he was got to figure it out.
1: Yeah, so I, I guess that becomes the thing: is if we got to play fast against this defense, I hope Harburg has you know moved past that phase.
3: The
2: you know, we talk about how great the defense is. And I think back to last week against Northwestern, how you turn the ball over twice in three possessions, putting your defense in awful, awful situations. And, you know, one of these games, guys, one of them, it's going to come back and bite them. They are going to break. You know, we did see it against Colorado and it's been a while since we've seen it again, but it's going to happen is it going to be against Purdue, Wisconsin, Iowa, who knows but it's going to happen sometime. I am prepared for it. I've talked myself into this. I will not be mad when it happens. I will not be mad when it happens. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, right. Uh, so, guys, predictions, scoring predictions. Okay. Let's start with <laughs> not me. Connor, do you have something? I know you betting company. fiend you. So, you're constantly running numbers in your head.
1: Yeah, and this is again a, a game that I'm not totally set on. So if you uh, if you see me on Wednesday nights, uh, it will be back on Wednesday this week. We were a couple of days late. Um, the cover corner on TikTok and soon to be on Twitter and Instagram. We are twenty three and three on gambling picks this season. Twenty three and three. I mean that's not bad. Eighty eight point four percent. I did the math this morning because I was pissed. I went down from eighty nine and a half. I'll take eighty. Why isn't
2: it one hundred?
3: Jeez, if
1: I was at 100%, brother, I'd be on Fox Sports or some shit. Yeah, he
3: wouldn't be living here anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: As of right now, I am going to call this game 21 10 Nebraska.
2: 21 10, 11 point win.
1: And a Scurs cover.
2: You can still hear me. Echoey. KB.
3: Kyle Byers. Merwin says 27-20. Nebraska.
2: 27-20. Mer- Mervin, what's up, baby?
0: I love it or hate it. Mm. Love it or hate it. Nebraska resembles Iowa. They do. Indeed. A good defense and a... We're not... Our offense isn't as bad as Iowa's. They are at a two-year streak of historically awful offenses. So... Putrid. Yeah. Uh... Iowa scored 20 points against Purdue. Purdue scored 14. Mm. So, with that being said, I like your 21. Mm. And I'm going to say 17 for Purdue. I was almost there, too. 21-17. I was almost there. So, So 21-10, 21-17. Nebraska wins. And that's still a cover. Yep.
2: I'm going to say 23. Three, God, twenty-three.
1: Yeah, well, is, there missed is that a miss? Is that for Purdue? Is that
2: for Purdue or Nebraska? Or is it um, three field goals? So I initially picked this an L at the beginning of the season. I am trying to be optimistic here, guys. Twenty-three to twenty-one, mm-hmm. Nebraska. Wow! All right, you are saying
1: Perdon't covers. <laughs> yeah. Guess so. Yeah. yeah.
2: See, I don't think about that shit. Maybe oh, I, I should, but I do. 23 to 21,
3: Nebraska. I've got uh I've got Purdue covering, and I have my score prediction being the exact same as last week. 17 16 Nebraska. God. Because I just don't know if this offense can get out of its own way. No, 23, I'm like, whoa. Yeah. I I just don't I understand Iowa put up 21 on these guys. But I'm sure defense did something for them, and our defense doesn't take the ball away like Iowa's does. So true. Right. I'm saying seventeen, sixteen, Nebraska. dizzle says twenty to eleven, and Merwin says twenty-seven, twenty, Nebraska. I would win. Yeah, and, and dizzle oh, was man. Nebraska. So
0: okay. I think the last thing we need to talk about. So we're all four and zero oh for Nebraska. Yep. Last thing.
1: Iola, hit it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: did you guys, did you guys hear they lost? Did you guys see the way that... You f- uh, fuckers. <laughs> did you see you how, pieces of shit. <laughs> you so, guys see that Iowa lost? That was
2: funny.
1: <laughs> so, it, it's funny. Oh. Uh, because I know there's at least one Iowa fan that listens to this show every week. Sarah. Fuck him. No, Fuck it's her. A, it's a, yeah, it's a woman. <laughs> um, but we did have a conversation about this before the show, and... You know, I had a misinterpretation of what the rule was. Kyle explained it to me. Iowa just lost. That wasn't like, a, it wasn't a bad
0: call. It, it, it was Look, you guys had 12 total yards in the second yeah. half. Fuck you guys. Yes. Like, we, we've talked about this stuff with Nebraska for years. Like, you should never be in a position to where that play lost you the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. You had
3: 12 total yards in the second half. That's so. gross. I listened to the Kurt Ferentz hey. press conference yeah. and I will say this. I'm not, I don't say nice things about that guy, but he did, he did say whatever your fines you're going to give me before I start talking put it to a children's hospital. So we liked that uh, part. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's the only thing he said about that, that play that I thought was funny was that he said, I don't know how we got there. How did we get to that point? They were reviewing oh. to see if he stepped out of bounds. Right. Mm. And for those of you who missed it, just Google Iowa fair catch. Yeah. Just Google yeah, that. You'll that. find it. I, don't I bet the you first do.
1: thing that pops up.
3: I think Kurt doesn't understand the rule. And what they, nobody game, does game determining play like that. It has to go beyond the field referee review guy. It had yeah. to go beyond that. It Pittsburgh. had to go all up to, I think Pittsburgh is where it went, ended up. And they looked, and it's similar to like volleyball. If you review a play in volleyball, yep. you can go back and say that there was the ball hit the ground earlier in the set, they kept going, then you're reviewing a touch. Yep. Well, they can go back and say, well, the ball actually hit the ground. Right. So once the review is on the table, it is on the table. Right. They're gonna look at the play from the, start to correct. finish. Correct. Yep. That play was a big moment in the game. Mm. And I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Because Iowa did not deserve to win that football game. No. They did not deserve it. And that would have been the most Iowa thing is to pull that win out Dude. on some BS like that. And I will not knock the return because that was, it was nice, incredible. And yes. I won't say nice things about Iowa very often. But that was an incredible effort, an incredible return. Yeah, Cooper. But a special teams blunder going against Iowa is just Mm. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. Chef's
1: kiss. Yes. I will say one other nice thing about Iowa. Pass. I do have a GoFundMe to save Brian Ferenc's job. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like to donate.
2: <laughs> Dude, I'll say, like, okay, so we were. This was literally like the whole the whole disconcerting signal that Cooper Dejean made. We were watching it while we were walking. Away from Memorial Stadium, we were watching it in the blur. I saw
1: it in the blur uh, tailgate TV.
2: No replays.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I thought he was just in a little drunk, and it was just everything was, it was a blur. <laughs> yeah, and I still saw that
2: uh, when it happened, dude. Like before the 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 refs stepped in, I'm like, "Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, they're gonna win like this?
0: Yeah." And Knowing all those
2: stats, all their, how putrid their offense was, like, of course they're going to win like that. It's the Kirk Ferentz devil magic. The Card- St. Louis Cardinals used to have devil magic in the playoffs. Devil magic. Hell no. Not today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> now, that being said, that being said, if that happened to Nebraska...
3: I'd be so fucking pissed. I would oh. burn it down, boys. Oh, my boys. God. I would burn it down. And oh, my God. A, it's better that it happened in I, Iowa Shitty. too. Iola? Yeah. Iola
2: fan out there, if you are watching or listening... I hope you are. He would be mad, too. Yes, I would yes. be
3: full pissed. <laughs> I would be pretty mad. It doesn't mean it wasn't a good call. I just would have been mad. Let me put it this way. If that happened to Nebraska, do you know how many... <laughs> iola fans we would have in our comments and dms and everything else so i don't give a flying <laughs> fuck about oh uh, no no i you, don't care you have to ask yourself when it ha- what if it happened to your team i would be fucking pissed. but it didn't but it didn't but it didn't <laughs> do you
1: know what the best part of this whole thing is now every team in it. the big 10 west has at least two losses
3: nope yes wisconsin only has one Are you sure about that? They didn't lose to Illinois. They were supposed to, and it would have been a big tie. Damn it. No. Yep. So that sucks because I I was, yeah, Wisconsin, if if they would have just finished the choke job they were doing, Mm. they would have (sighs) caused a like four-way tie in the Big Ten West. It would have been awesome. Yeah. Hey, either way. With that being said, let's hope Wisconsin continues to lose.
1: No, Wisconsin has two losses. They're five and two. In the Big Ten. In the Big Ten. No, yeah, I'm talking overall. Every team Boy, in the Big Ten we, West has two losses. Well,
2: we just care about conference record, right?
3: Record,
1: Hey, I didn't say in conference. But that, that's the one fair. that matters. That's
3: fair. The conference record is what matters. That's right. For determining the Big Ten West, you, champion. hold on.
2: Didn't we like argue about this last year? Maybe about conference records, Connor. Maybe. They matter. Well, I yeah. didn't say they. No, did, no, no. Either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just how they worked. Yes, we can have this discussion off, off camera,
3: off mic.
1: Hey. Wisconsin still got to beat Nebraska.
3: <laughs> it's facts. The, the tricky <laughs> part is, person. though, is that Iowa beat Wisconsin. So that tiebreaker thing falls into that, too. So mm-hmm.
1: Wisconsin, number one in the West. I just looked at it.
3: Yeah, they are number right. one in the West. Yep. So
1: let's just beat Iowa and Wisconsin. I'm down.
3: We, I'm down. Duh. We, I'm down. We do have a realistic shot. We is have a likely? shot to win or lose it's every game. Yeah. Usually we can't say that. Usually it's like, eh. Michigan, we're going to lose that game. Yeah, like five games in. Moving forward. Every game left. We have a chance to win. Yeah. But we have a chance to lose every game because our offense. Yep. Nebraska, guys, and November is coming up. Nebraska controls their own destiny. And if they make a bowl game, guys, mark your calendars. MBNR will be doing a live show oh, in a city near you. Geez. Yeah, Mike's making all these promises. provided
1: you live whatever near whatever city we're in.
3: Yes, yeah. yeah, whatever city. If they if if they make a bowl game, we will be there, and we'll be doing a live show. It will be especially awesome, especially if
2: it's in Detroit. Why would
3: it be in Detroit? Mike will be there with bells on. Oh, it'll be awesome. Yeah, because that that's is why like... they call it the Windy City. That's right. <laughs>
2: Mike will be in Detroit, and he yeah. will love every second of it.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay, guys. Anything else? No. Just no want to shout out her at Sports Bar for the awesome pizza and corn nuggets. Yo. It's great. Dude, uh, those
1: corn nuggets mm- on it, and the onion rings. The onion rings that are honestly undefined. Yes, Undefeated. they
3: are fantastic. Nebraska Garage Solutions. Nebraska Garage Solutions. Use the code NBNR and get a discount oh, if you want to get yeah. all that crap off your garage floor. Have all your vehicles in the garage for the wintertime. Isn't that nice? Uh, you can have a sweet tailgate spot in your garage. Yep. And be- then finally, B&B Maids of Omaha. If you uh, need your house cleaned, if you have an Airbnb or a rental property, you give them a call any time. They're going to be there. They're going to... They're going to clean everything out for you. If you're a future potential ad that you would like ran on this MBNR podcast, you know, we are available. Reach out to us. We will advertise anything. We will sell out, guys. Oh, God. We will 100% advertise whatever you want. I'll do anything. We will give plugs. If you want (laughs) anything, if you want a shout out for your kid's birthday, you know, whatever. I'll do anything. We'll do it. Yeah. Reach out to us. You can follow us anywhere. I'll do anything. At NBNR podcast. <laughs> Maybe this is a free shout out, but Normanolies Cannolis. Oh, hey. Norman Oli's, yeah. Come hey, on. They would they had cannolis at the NBNR tailgate this hey, weekend. If they're good enough for Matt Rule, they're good enough for us. It they was were, so it
0: was so funny. I stopped by the tailgate just hey, to film Norman some Norman things. Norman <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like filming you guys. You guys are all cooking on the grill or whatever. And it just like I saw this shine. And I That's looked over and I was like, are those Norman Olis? Norman like, sure, enough, you, ever sure seen, are. you ever seen Pulp Fiction? If you, Yeah. yeah. Opens up the suitcase and it's, it's like, shining on his face.
3: Yeah. yes, That's exactly what it was the like. The cannolis it, from Norman Olis are fantastic. Fire. If there is anyone deserving a free shout out, it's Norman Olis. Well, yeah. Norm is my friend. So he gets shout outs. Norm. As long as he keeps giving us cannolis, yeah. we'll keep shouting yeah. them out as much as he wants. Norm is my friend. Yes. Yeah. Norm is
2: my friend. Yes. All right, yes. guys. So. Go to nbnrpodcast.com. We have merch. We have past episodes. Go to our Spotify, NBNR Podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We are on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, at NBNR Podcast. Go follow us. Give us a five-star review. We need it. Guys. I'm one of
3: your hosts, Jared Hall, Mike Delaware, Kyle Byers, and Connor Cavillac. As always, beat Purdue Do in GBR.
1: We have a
0: saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Hunter. He's a junkyard dog. Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know, when you just, what you, just did? <laughs> you get mad, when you go and get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs.
3: They had five dumbbells. Thank <laughs> God it, Muhammad. GBR. A heard at Sports Network production.